Time for Spotlight on KRWC Radio. It is our third Tuesday of the month, and we reserve the third Tuesday for a visit with Wright County Extension. And uh, Extension agent Taylor Herbert is with us this morning, Extension educator in the Wright County area and serving a couple of other local counties as well. Taylor, nice to talk to you again. Good morning, Tim. Good to talk to you. We're uh, kind of excited about basketball today, but uh, we're kind of trying to break into springtime here at the same time. I heard, I heard. I know I'm not as exciting as basketball, but I'll, I'll try. <laughs> I'll do my best. You'll, you'll, be, um, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually calling today. I just stepped out from a soil health meeting here in Maple Lake. So we're, uh, we're, we're playing it by ear a little bit today, running around a bit. But happy to, happy to talk and happy to chat. And, uh, and yeah, so we'll go ahead. Excellent. Uh, review for folks who haven't met you yet or uh, heard about you. You're pretty new to our area. Um, and uh, tell us a little bit about your role with Wright County uh, Extension. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So I've been in Extension since 2020. So I've been uh, working in St. Cloud previously, but I got this opportunity to work on a local position and and was absolutely excited to be on board. So, yep, I work in Wright, McLeod, and Meeker counties, and we're part of that three-county partnership. Uh, And so then there's two other educators associated with that partnership. So myself, I work on CRAPS, and then we have Karen Johnson, who works with Livestock. Uh, and then we've got Emily Hansen, who works with horticulture and master gardeners. So we make up a pretty good team. I think we've been working pretty well together. At least we're we're keeping on top of uh, talking to you and talking to radio. So we're we're switching out. And so hopefully you'll hear a different voice uh, every once in a while and uh, get some different information. So. Um, before we get into topics that uh, you've got outlined for us here today, just uh, kind of want to get your take on how things are going. Uh, on area farms, I know that uh, it's a ways away yet, but uh, you got to think that a lot of producers are kind of itching a little bit, but we're quite a distance away from getting everything melted off. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, I've heard some adages about how much of that snow cover is going to get into soil moisture. And, you know, I've heard 25%, I've heard 50%. So it's just keeping an eye on that, keeping an eye on when we can get those fields going. I've heard a joke yesterday, a farm, we asked the farmer what, when he thought he'd be planting and he said, you know, June 30th, which, you know, was a joke, but, <laughs> but it's definitely going to be a little late this year. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just have to see and, you know, keep an eye out for the snow melt. Hopefully we get a nice, easy melt, um, nice, slow melt, not any, not any rapid rains. So that's, that's what I'm crossing my fingers for. Uh, and I think that's what a lot of farmers are crossing their fingers for as well. Right. I was I was just going to say that's kind of the wild card in the whole deal is that, uh, and I think last year we were delayed a little bit by uh, by rain, and uh, you know we've got a lot of melting to do before we even take that into consideration. But that's always a factor too. Definitely, definitely. And I know we're you know we're looking at some of the climate modeling and things like that, and looking at even a wetter. You know, we looked at a wetter March, maybe even a wetter spring here, looking at April, um, you know, wetter than normal. So keeping an eye out. I know that's not the best news, but that's that's what the projections are that I'm looking at right now. After two complete years of drought, I guess uh, last year, at least in parts of Rye County, not quite as bad as the previous year, but certainly drought-worthy. Uh, and the prior year, very drought uh, oriented. Right. It's kind of weird to be thinking about too much moisture, but uh, I don't know. It all is a back and forth kind of a thing. 
I know, I know. And the one thing I will say that's kind of lucky, actually, is that this year I think we've seen less frost uh, in the soil. So the the amount of frost that's there is actually less than in past years, partially because we got so much snow cover, and that insulates the soil. So, you know, when we get a thaw, maybe it'll thaw a little bit quicker, and then we won't have as much water running on the surface of the soil. It'll just, it'll be able to infiltrate a little bit better. Um, So looking at drought monitors, I'm keeping an eye on those. Um, I think we're pretty much out of, you know, um, moderate to extreme drought in most areas of our counties uh, at this point in time. But again, it's, you know, what are we going to get this summer? You know, we could still get a wet spring. And if we don't get those really timely rains throughout August and July, um, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, one way or the other, ground moisture will be important. So we hope for that. Definitely. And, and we'll see what's going on. I've had some reports, uh, some folks have said that there is, uh, you know, this is varying from place to place, but some folks have said there is very little frost at all in some places. Exactly. Exactly. Yep, definitely. And I, I think I was talking actually to a farmer in Duluth, and she said her soil, she measures her soil uh, temperature, and she was still at 32 um, pretty oh. much all winter. Huh. So, which it seems, you know, and they got a lot of snow up there, too. It must be the snow effect then because uh, they were just like Siberia a few uh, times here this winter, so... Exactly, exactly. Well, let's get uh, get you started on some of the topics that you have here. I know you've got some outlined things that you want to talk about, master gardening and uh, some webinars and things like that. Yeah, definitely, yep. So we've got some good events coming up. It's actually coming down, like I think I mentioned last time I was on, you know, towards the end of March, April, we slow things down on our end as far as events for for agriculture, just because, you know, guys are getting ready to plant and they're getting antsy and nobody wants to, nobody wants to sit in a meeting. Uh, but we do have some great Master Gardeners events coming up. Uh, the one I actually want to highlight is the McLeod County Extension uh, Master Gardeners Gardening Education Day. So this is being offered. This is an annual event. Uh, it's going to be on April 1st, uh, you know, gathering enthusiasts from all over the state. It's going to be at Crow River Golf Club in Hutchinson. Um, there's a variety of different topics. Uh, and actually, you know, registration is coming up. If you register by March 24th, uh, the cost of the event is only $30. Whereas if you register at the door, it goes up by 5 So it would be $35 at the door. Uh, you can register online at z.umn.edu slash gardening ed, capital G, gardening, capital E, E-D, 23, gardening ed, 23. Uh, and, and that's where you can find more information. Or you can just search, you know, McLeod County Master Gardeners Gardening Education Day, and hopefully it should pop up. Um, and, uh, yeah, registration deadline, I'll mention that again, is March 24th. If you have any questions, you can contact the McLeod County Extension Office at 320-484-4302. All right. Uh, you've got some webinars here that you wanted to mention, too. Yeah, yep, yep. We have, there's a couple more left. They're, they're <clears throat> excuse me, they are, they're closing down here on our strategic farming webinars. So these are webinars that we put together, uh, basically these short, you know, little tidbits of cropping uh, updates, uh, and we're coming down the wire here. So the, the one that's tomorrow is March 22nd, talking about new and old, old soybean insect pests. Uh, and then March 29th is talking about getting your planter ready. So that's pretty timely, I think. That's the last one. March 29th is the last one. 
Uh, and those are every Wednesday from 9 to 10 a.m. And again, they're webinars, so they're online. Uh, so you can register at z.umn.edu slash strategic farming. Uh, or, you know, you can search that online. Or if you have any questions, you can give me a call at 612-394-5229. Taylor Herbert is our guest with the Wright County Extension Service here in Wright County and some neighboring counties as well. Let's switch over to Derry. You've got a producer night out coming up. Yes, this is really exciting. So we actually, this was planned for a couple of weeks ago, and we had some snow. Uh, so this is, this is the, the, the rain date, as you know, as you say. So Thursday, March 23rd, so coming up, it's this Thursday. It is a dairy producer night out. That's at the American Legion in Howard Lake. So this is an event where you can do some networking and learning from other dairy producers. Um, there's some emphasis on uh, maybe some farm transition options or reaching your farm transition goals. Uh, they're going to be talking to Jared Holt from Ascent Financial about some of those uh, concepts. Uh, and, you know, registration is not requ- is requested but not required, so you can go ahead and just show up at the door uh, and, uh, and come to that event. It is from, I don't think I mentioned the time, it is from 7.30 to 9 p.m., and it is free. So that is Thursday, March 23rd, 7.30 to 9 p.m. at the American Legion in Howard Lake. And this is not uh, not a dinner per se, but um, just a, a gathering. And if they you know want to order something, they can do that too. Oh no, no, a meal will is free. Oh, so a is? meal is provided, okay. and and yep, and free to attend. Well, we got to be sure to get that in there then. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, come meal. get a free dinner. And uh, you want pre registration, Taylor, or nope. Nope, okay. it's it's just requested, but it was by March seventeenth, so that deadline's already passed. So we aren't we aren't going to worry about it at this point. They've got a head count, and they put in some adjustments for you know people that show up at the door. So don't worry about registering. Okay, so they can uh, even if you didn't register, you can still just uh, show up that night. Show up, yep. American Legion, Howard Lake. Sounds good. That's on Thursday, Perfect. the twenty third. Yeah. All right, um, let's finish up here with a couple of different things. Uh, first up, um, nitrogen management. You wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, just really quickly. Uh, we've had some questions and had some. I've had some people talk about, you know, wanting to know more about maybe some nitrogen split applications or side dressing in the area and kind of what are the best practices for that. So I'll just go over it real quickly. Uh, first, you know, first and foremost is making sure you've got the right equipment or that you've got a custom applicator that you can work with. Uh, to do that nitrogen application. Uh, And that really depends on, you know, what kind of source of nitrogen you want, you know, urea with spin spreader versus, you know, if you're doing UAN or liquid with sprayer or injection, things like that. So just seeing what's available, uh, what do you have, uh, as well as what custom applicators are available. Uh, And then, you know, the other thing we really like to think about is how much, right? How much nitrogen? That's kind of the biggest question Uh, that we've got and and when to apply that nitrogen. So, you know, the first thing we really want to think about is your soil type. So, you know, on these light textured, maybe sandy soils, you know, split applications and side dress provide more benefit in most years. Um, But, you know, this year's really, really wet. It's going to be a wet spring. We already know that. Um, And so, you know, we also recommend that on fine textured, maybe heavier soils where you might have always done pre-plant that, in this year where we've got some wet conditions, you might want to think about doing that split application or doing that side dress just because, you know, when we've got wet and saturated fields, 
uh, it pays off. We get some more loss, you know, with some of that um, denitrification when we've got ponding on fields. And that's something that, you know, we really want to avoid because that's just money that you're putting into nitrogen and then it's going off in the atmosphere and that's just not ideal. Uh, and then the other thing we really want to think about is previous crop. So when we're thinking about side dressing, we're thinking about splitting, how much do you apply pre-plant versus how much do you apply at a side dress, right? So for corn on corn, that residue has a little bit more breakdown to do, a little bit more microbe activity in the soil. So it might need a little bit more nitrogen at the beginning of the year uh, just to aid that breakdown. And so it's not getting tied up and unavailable for your crop. So I've heard, you know, at least 50% of your total nitrogen up front uh, for corn on corn situations. Uh, for corn after soybean, there's not as much of a penalty, uh, really just because of that breakdown of corn stocks and things like that. So, you know, for these systems, university research has shown that uh, 40 pounds pre-plant is enough, and then you can do a side dress as long as it's before, you know, that V8 uh, growth stage. Uh, and then in general, you know, a kind of a side dress or a, or a split application, you want to do that from V4 to V8, you know, just before uh, that that rapid nitrogen uptake and rapid corn growth starts. So that's that's something that we've been thinking about, and those are the questions we've been getting. So just thought I would bring that up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think the last thing is if you are thinking about inhibitors, that's a great option, especially, you know, if you're looking at putting something on the surface. Using a urease inhibitor is a really good idea uh, just to prevent that loss uh, to volatilization. All right, and you've got a little information about the newsletter if uh, we want to finish up with that today. Yeah, definitely. Yep, so um, we're starting up a newsletter. Uh, so, you know, if you want to get involved, if you, if you, uh, I'm going to be hard, hopefully starting that up this summer with some maybe pertinent crops news updates. Um, so, you know, keep an eye out for that. Look for that information on our Facebook page. So University of Minnesota Wright-McLeod Meeker Extension. Uh, and we'll be posting more information once we get that live and ready. So look for that this, you know, this spring to summer. Hopefully you're going to get some fields out that I'll be monitoring and, and keeping an eye out for c- current conditions and pests and things like that. Really good. Give us your phone number one more time here as a, a contact if folks have any questions on what we talked about or anything else, as we, particularly as we get a little closer here to uh, what we will eventually look to as the planting season. Definitely, yep. So my number is 612-394-5229. And, yep, welcome. Any and all questions. My my previous role was much more integrated in, in nitrogen management, so uh, that's my sweet spot. But I'm, I'm happy to answer any other questions you have. Taylor, you're busy today. We know that. So you have a great day, and we will talk to you again in the near future. Thanks, Tim. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks very much. Taylor Herbert with the Wright County Extension Service. She also serves McLeod and Meeker counties. Her number again, 612-394-5229. That's our spotlight for you for today on KRWC.